2: Coming up on TMS. I don't
3: like WebMD. Your boots and pants and boots and pants. Give them to me now.
2: There's money in the frozen iguana stand.
3: Super bad airlines. I'm Mick loving it. And just like that. Randy is busted. Eighteen chicken breasts to sleep like the
2: rock. The Waldorf to my statler.
3: The Denver airport is shaped like a penis and smokes grass.
2: (laughs) Just play me some Spice Girls and shut up.
3: Look it, here comes the fuzz. Flash
2: European wiener mob.
3: Don't be fooled by the smiling Peloton lady. Sprunteriot. Stop trying to make Bing a thing with Bill. Fifty Shades of Blue with Bobby and
2: more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
4: Thank you for calling my voicemail. Now please explain to me why you just didn't leave a text message like a normal person, you weirdo. Okay, bye. In the bushes now.
3: The Morning Stream.
2: This is the morning stream, and this is my
3: boomstick.
2: Good morning, and welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Scott, and he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. How are you? (sighs) I'm good. I'm better than yesterday, although I slept like garbage. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my sleep patterns lately, but. this is the this is the weird thing. I was kind of a grumpy ass yesterday, but mm-hmm. the
3: night before I slept like a like a perfect. It was a perfect sleep, like a baby. I slept like a baby. A baby, that's babies what they don't say, sleep very well, really. It, it, I don't know why we use that term cuz babies wake up, cry, bang on their crib, all that stuff. I guess when they like,
2: do sleep, they're like
3: super sound, but but you're right. Yeah, slept like a cat. Like cats. That's the weird. way you watch a cat sleep, and it's like, god, I wish I could I wish I could sleep like that. Plus don't cats
2: need like 16 hours of sleep or something weird
3: <laughs> something like that yeah.
2: yeah something like that well anyway sixteen
3: hours of sleep uh eight hours of knocking stuff off of countertops but i slept like a okay
2: a rock there you go rocks never wake oh, up rock
3: is good yes yeah. like the rock after, i sleep like uh, the 18 rock. chicken breasts yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 18 chicken breasts and six hours in the gym i'm sleeping like the rock <laughs> uh but yeah like uh so i don't know why that was a thing i should have been uh, refreshed and great and then last night slept terrible Just in and out of sleep all night, the slightest noise woke me up, just weird dreams when I did sleep, all that kind of stuff. And I'm in a fine mood today, so I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I'll take it. Whatever the reason is, I'll take it. Yeah, look, would you rather have well-slept Grumpy Scott or no-sleep Happy Scott? I think the latter. I just
3: could not be the Waldorf to your Statler yesterday. (laughs) I just couldn't do it, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) oh hey, man these damn commercials with their cryptocurrency and their nfts yeah i went
2: old man yesterday a little bit but uh i still hate it all but whatever i know you do <laughs> i'm in a
3: better mood now and you and you can and you can and you should you should I can and
2: i should that's right hey uh welcome back everybody we uh we got a show to do for you uh that's our commitment that's our promise
3: yeah yeah, yeah. we will complete the show today we won't just stop halfway through and leave you hanging we, there will, you'll find a, a beginning, we're in it right now,
2: Yeah, unless a the power. middle, yeah. and then an end. And then an end, yeah. Now, the, if the yeah. power goes out or we have internet problems, those that changes oh,
3: things. Oh, crap. I didn't, didn't even think about that yeah. possibility. So that yeah. might happen.
2: I'm not saying it will. Just saying it's yeah. happened before. It could happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, uh, we almost didn't have a show. I was supposed to have an appointment this morning. They canceled last second, so now we're here, so I'm really happy about it. But then after this, I got to go get... Um, uh, an eye thing, an eye appointment I have right mm-hmm. after the show, and that's fine. Except I had to push because of other appointments. I had to push play retro to today, uh, which is fine. Dunaway's cool. We're good. We're gonna still do it. But I'm gonna be—I didn't even think about this. I'm gonna be all dilated for that. <laughs> so it's gonna be me oh, staring wow, at the no screen, kidding. going, uh, "I think that says video. Oh, video game. Okay, <laughs> great. Well, uh, they give
3: you those cool." Uh, one-sheet plastic wrap around and sunglasses to put on your face oh like, the
2: granny uh, cataract glasses maybe yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe i'll ask for a pair uh, we, uh, we're going to the place where i don't know if she likes me saying her name here so maybe i shouldn't but anyway uh, listener works there so she's always very nice we always catch up about stuff and mm-hmm. i'll ask her she'll probably say yeah here's a pair of uh 90 year old lady <laughs> glasses. wraparounds yeah, yeah i'll wear them on the show cool. Who am I? I don't have to impress anybody <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: and you say your clothes, give them to me give now. Give them to me now. Your boots, your jacket. What does he actually say? He, says, yeah, he just says, your clothes, give them to me now. I thought he said boots. No boots. Why do why I have, I have boots if... in my head? And give Arnold... me your pants and boots and boots and pants.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. We have to like play that clip because uh, <laughs> the... there's some people that don't know what that is. There, oh, it's been yeah, too what long. Referring to, do you have it handy? I do. It's right here. Check this out.
0: Boots and pants and boots and pants. It's
2: an old commercial. We played <laughs> years
3: and years and years ago. I yeah, I was thinking you were going to play the uh, Terminator, then, but yeah, I'm glad you played that one. Yeah, it's oh, that's matter. the one that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it boots? Oh, in T2 he says boots. Ah, that's what so I'm thinking of. When he's talking to Paxton. That's right. Hunk, Hunker Paxton. Yeah. give you will tell me.
2: Yeah. Now. That's right. Right before his demise,
3: did Captain Kipper just give us the, uh, the link right there? I don't
2: know. That's what he does. He does. Yeah,
3: Captain Kipper and AV Tech John, like quick on the Google.
2: Oh yeah, the Google. Oh foo. no, he
3: gave us the he gave us the T two one. Oh yeah, this is the boots. The, Let me yeah. zoom in here. The, the HUD. The. Uh... <laughs>
2: Let's see if I can find this part. Yeah, here it is. Check this out. Since Captain Kipper went through the trouble, I will go through the sure, trouble. Sure,
0: sure.
2: He's scanning him. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> I need yeah. your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. So we, were, we
3: were both right. I was doing T1, you were doing T2. Yeah,
2: and together we met in the middle and watched T3
3: and then regretted it. Too bad. I regretted every second Too of it. Too bad. Sorry, Christiana Loken.
2: All right. speaking of football, because yesterday there was football talk, we got a couple of follow-ups, and one of them I wanted to read here from Ryan in Michigan. Uh, First of all, Ryan in Michigan tells me a thing that I've always wondered, and now we know, I'll get to that in a second, but he says, Dear Stafford and Breeze, these are football references, Mm -hmm. players, Mm -hmm. Uh, on yesterday's show, Scott asked if the people of St. Louis were happy the Rams won the Super Bowl. I can't answer that question, but I can tell you, by and large, the people of Detroit are thrilled. Now he's going to explain why. Huh. Uh, we Mich- Michiganders, that's the part I was going to point out. <laughs> oh, Michiganders, okay. I, yeah. I always wondered if you what do you yeah. call yourself if you're a Michigan uh, resident, do you call yourself something else? And no, it's I guess it's Michiganders or Michiganders.
3: Mich- Michiganders. Yeah. Oh, that that's worse. I like Michiganders. Michiganders. Although then then you sound like you're uh, uh the goose gender. It's, uh, oh, you don't want, uh, yeah, 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 you can't be a
2: yeah. goose gender. That's no good. <laughs> right. nobody wants to be a goose gender uh yeah. we michiganders watched uh, him play for 12 seasons wearing a lions jersey we knew he was an elite quarterback who would never get the recognition he deserved while playing for the fords uh the family that owned the lions uh it's great to see him is that
3: true the fords is it the same fords the henry ford family i mean michigan if it it seems like it could be right It could be the interesting ford, uh, yeah yeah I hope they're less racist than their great. People are confirming, yes, it is the same Fords. Same Fords. Okay. Henry's Henry's children
2: are they less uh, racist and anti-Semitic than their (laughs) great great grandfather? (laughs) I hope so. He was kind of an ass. Um, All right, let's see. Uh, They own the Lions. It's great to see him and a team that is so focused on winning. He can now be in the conversation for who is the best quarterback playing today. Us Lions fans are on the wrong side of an abusive relationship with our team. It became a meme. But I know people who owned Detroit Rams shirts with the Lions logo sporting Rams horns. It's sad, but it's probably the closest we'll ever get to Super Bowl in my lifetime. Love the hobo, Ryan from Michigan. (laughs) Well, there you go, Ryan.
3: There you go. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, some Lions fans happy. Uh, Some Lions fans not so much.
2: I imagine so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although, I mean, Detroit was pretty good in the late 90s, early aughts. Yeah. What happened, what happened since? What's going on, you guys? You had that crusty coach. You had the cool mustache. You looked, like a, you looked like a buffer, more worked out version of Freddie Mercury or something. Remember that guy?
3: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that guy. What was his God, name? What was his, I can't, there's no way I'll ever pull that out of my I head. I
2: remember, but they were good. They seemed all right. Mm. Oh, am I thinking of the Steelers? I might be. You know what? I might oh, be the Steelers coach. Are you thinking of the
3: Steelers? Okay. I might be. <laughs>
2: So the Lions have never been good. Okay.
3: Salt with Salt is saying Detroit was never good. One playoff win my entire life and I'm friggin' fifty five years old. So yeah, so I think you might be thinking about uh
2: <laughs> I think I'm thinking <laughs> of the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on. What uh what's the losingest team in the history of the NFL? It's not the Lions. It's gotta be like the Browns or um, something, right? I would
3: think the Browns would be my would be my guess. They had a good they did have a good year this year, but for the most part the Browns were. Let's see if I can Boy, actually... How do you look that up? Losingest losing team in the NFL. Well, here
2: we go. Oh, here we go. Who is the worst team in NFL history?
3: Okay. Well, that
2: may just be like one season. Well, let's find out. Uh, worst team in the NFL record. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the lowest uh, win rate, 0. 0.397. <laughs> 0 and 14 in
3: 1976.
2: Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals have the most loss rate. Uh, worst team. But that
3: doesn't... Um... That doesn't it only takes into account one year, right? It yeah. doesn't oh here we go. Every NFL team by historical winning percentage. How there about that? Yeah, that's good. All right. I like it. All right. Uh let's see here. Uh bleacher report. Gotta be Cleveland, right? I would think so. There's so uh bad. Denver Broncos number ten. Oh. Uh in the first 17 years of so they're they're uh point five three three. New York Giants is a point also a point five three three. Oh, okay, so Denver, actually, on this list, showing up the lowest. So they had a hard start, what that sounds like, because they did fine later, right? Yeah.
2: But those beginning um, years, maybe unless, a little rough. Unless
3: they're counting... No, I mean, because they went, they went up from there. But then they're showing which franchises just missed the cut. Colts with a 5-2-8, Pittsburgh Steelers 5-2-9, Kansas City Chiefs with a 5-3-2. So... Oh, I'm sorry. So these are the top ten. Denver is number ten. Mm. This is not. This doesn't list every anything below ten. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, that's not so bad. Whew. So Broncos are a little bit better than yeah. Me. They're they're not as bad as you <laughs> thought. Yeah. No
2: kidding. Yeah. Uh, the, the Elway years were strong though. You guys, you
3: know, you had your moment. They were. They were great. And the Peyton years were also very good. For that's us. true.
2: That's true. uh yeah. Okay. I found one that says who is the worst team in the NFL regular season, and it says here it's a tie. Between the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. ding, and the twenty set that was a 2008 Detroit Lions and the 2017 Cleveland Browns, uh, worst teams in the regular season based on 40 uh, 43 year win rates, their record was zero and 16 that year. Those so
3: years. JC Calhoun also sent us a link. Uh, there's a Wikipedia article list of all time NFL win loss records, and these are current right up until today. Right, so this is. Uh, from the time that team started first nfl season for that team to now mm-hmm. number one team green bay packers with a uh win-loss percentage of 0. 0.572 yeah um 782 games won. lowest tampa bay buccaneers with um a 0. 0.402 since the team started in 1976 damn
2: sorry tampa bay what are you doing down there yeah.
3: Exactly. Surprisingly, I would think the Browns would be somewhere in the bottom five or or so. Mm -hmm. No, uh, Browns, uh, since 1950, uh, 4.9, I'm sorry, a point four nine. so almost almost half. Um, But number 20 in the list of 32 teams.
2: Mm. Oh, you won't like this number, though. Here's our final stat. Who okay, has lost right? the most Super Bowls and it's a tie? Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> I know I know one of the teams that yeah, tie. One
2: of these is the Denver Broncos. The other, weirdly, is the New England Patriots, despite them winning many, they have lost yeah, many more. They've
3: made it to a lot of Super Bowls, so
2: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So some of those those win those winning years with your freaking goat quarterback. Yeah,
3: I mean it's You know, you got to kind of look at it as a well. All right, what? How many times have other teams made it to the Super Bowl? Sure, Mm. we lost, but you know, we made it to the big game.
2: Yeah, the uh, I guess the 2009 St. Louis Rams, now LA Rams, were the worst team ever. Mm -hmm. So they're at number ten of the losingest. Yeah, (laughs) which is great because they just won. So take that. Yeah, take that. Despite their
3: peeps-looking pants, they were wearing stupid hey things. scott I'm, I'm i'm a nerd I, I don't care about football i care about movies i care about the oscars what what do we know about the oscars well, anything, me, anything new?
2: let me tell you about this email i got from edward wendig we dig
3: we okay. wendiggy would you say we dig wedding i would say
2: Wedig. probably Wedig. okay yeah. that's good he says uh this is in re- uh, regards to drive my car which you mentioned yesterday Uh, an Oscar contender I suppose that's hard to see See.
3: or that you were was this the one we were saying wasn't in full theater release or something it was in art theaters uh so limited release in art theaters not even in full full release in mainstream amcs and regals and stuff like that well he's
2: he he says this since you were talking about drive my car on the february 14th show and how it wasn't streaming you'll be happy to know it's coming to
3: hbo in march Woo. So yeah, uh, March 2nd to be specific. So um that first week of March, West Side Story and uh Drive My Car. Both on Max. So when I I'm sorry. Okay. No, uh um uh Disney Plus for West Side Story. Oh, So okay. that might mean it might be one of their premium charged deals.
2: Oh, uh, could be. I don't think Could HBO's be. doing that, so you should be okay with the.
3: Should be okay with it, with Drive My Car. I feel like we'll be fine with Drive My Car, but uh, we'll see what happens with West Side Story. So, um, you know, we'll get back from um, California from the trip to California. Yeah, we'll watch those last two, those last two movies, and then start watching. Uh, Oh no, Moon Knight's the end of March. There's something else that's the beginning of March that comes back, like while we're gone. Like, oh well, I guess we have to wait till we're back to be able to watch that. But I wonder what that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, it'll come to me, and I'll, I'll. All right.
2: I noticed the new uh, the the Raised by Wolves season two has been trickling in, and I haven't watched any of it yet. But I really like that first season. So
3: did you? Yeah, I yeah. started it, and I I never finished it. Maybe I do need to go back and finish it. It's
2: a weird show, but I think yeah. I I think the weird worked for me, and. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, a lot of people didn't like how it ended, but I it ended kind of cliffhanger. And I, I'm like, well, yeah, it's a series. They're going to probably try to do more of these. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, and the new episode's been getting good reviews. So, yeah, I got to get in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last episode of season one was horrible. I don't know, JC Calhoun. I think it was all right. It was okay. Mm. It wasn't the greatest thing <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> but it was okay. It was all right. You know, there are worse things on TV is what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. oh also i saw an episode of euphoria last night that if if a freaking zendaya doesn't win an an emmy for her performance in this season there this is all broken
3: she (laughs) really she's so good in
2: that my gosh she's good in it and i you know all the rest of the series she's good in all of it but i'm but in particular in these last couple of episodes it's, it's dealing with drug addiction she's incredible in it like I I'm blown away. She if she's not nominated, then you got this is all broken. It's all busted. <laughs> Forget the Emmys, cr- trash them, throw them away. We're done. Right, no more. Right. Golden Globes, all of it. She needs to win that stuff because
3: she's it's very, all very it's good. all broken. It's all been proven. Yeah, it's be, proven you know, to be okay. broken. Yeah, broken, busted. So at some point, yeah. I probably will break down and watch Euphoria. I mean, it's you know you included everybody that's uh, watched it says. <sighs> Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it's rough. And I always treface it with that uh, yeah. heavy sigh, like, oh.
2: It's really rough, but it's really good. And I'm not used to TV. I normally just be the kind of thing I would bounce off of because I'm like, ugh, this is gross yeah. or yeah. whatever, but something there. There's some some weird something there. Uh, all right, well, let's get to uh, today's news. we got a whole slate of, of breaking news everybody yeah so get ready because now you're going to be informed so here comes check it out it's the daily news brought to you by
3: Patron Rishi B, who says, I have a public health podcast, Healthy Schmelthy, focused on helping people make sense of what's going on in health news. Past guests include Jury, who talked about having a healthy relationship with politics, Tom Merritt, who joined me for a health, uh, health perspective of the Twin Peaks show. That's crazy. All episodes at Rishi That's R I S H I B E E.com. Thanks for the pluggerino. Yeah, uh, man. Rishi, a great contestant from uh, season one of America's Next Top Podcaster well, it was season one. Is that right? right? I think it was, was season, it season one. one? Yeah, yeah, I think it was season one. I think so.
2: Yeah, he was great. Always good that's, guy. That's um, a good sign that you know we've done
3: so many seasons that they're all kind of blurring together.
2: It is right. It means it's worked out pretty it well. Yep. yep. Um, I was gonna say something about oh, Twin Peaks. I don't know if I've ever said this on the show.
3: <laughs> okay. I put it
2: on Twitter because I was reminded of it, and I don't think I've talked about it here. Which is weird because we've talked about Twin Peaks before. I just never sure, came up. We've
3: talked about it a lot. Yeah. But I
2: went to Twin Peaks Elementary School as a kid, <laughs> and it's really? a, yeah. And we have a there's a place or part of the valley. If you look, you have to be in that part of the valley. But if you look straight up to the eastern mountains, there are two Twin Peaks, literally twins of each other. Mm-hmm. And any other angle on the valley, it looks wrong. But right there, it looks like. Twin Peaks
3: and and that's where the school is
2: yeah so the school is like right down to the base of that so you just walk out of the school and you see Twin Peaks so they call it Twin Peaks Elementary and in the school we had a teacher named Laurie Palmer Mrs. oh no way really yeah not Laura not Laura but Laurie so close right like assistant how do you
3: spell Laurie Uh, L-A-R-I-E right hold on okay Laurie. Not Lori, yeah. like Laurie, like L A U R I E, but Laurie?
2: No, it's like Laurie. Um, let's see. There's lots of people with Laurie names,
3: right? Like Hugh Laurie, his last name? Yeah, but that's L A U R I E. Oh, maybe I'm spelling it wrong. No, oh, it is right. Pronounced- I'm sorry. L A U R E. It's pronounced Laurie. Uh, yeah. But his, on him, it's pronounced Laurie,
2: but is it? Uh, it's Laurie. Like your teacher remember. was
3: pronounced Laurie?
2: I believe so. She was, and she wasn't, so I had Mrs. Phipps uh this this uh Palmer lady was second grade I was in third grade then so I didn't have her directly but she we, she knew we knew she was there and just the other day we were going through some old stuff and I found like all these they, kind of a, the equivalent of a yearbook at an elementary school you know and mm-hmm. sure enough she was in there but nobody's wrapped in plastic um <laughs> nobody died it's fine Ray wise isn't there everything's fine it's-
3: Nice, yeah, the, uh, we have, in Longmont, we have the Twin Peaks Mall, and my friend Donnie and I got dropped off there on the way back from uh, a sailing trip at uh, Carter Lake and had to stay there overnight to wait for the bus to take us back to Denver the next morning. And, um, of course, the mall was closed, but we had firecrackers, and we found little cracks to shoot firecrackers into the mall through the doors through whatever openings we could find and we kind of raised hell that's perfect peaks mall that's
2: perfect no that's what you're meant to do at that age
3: yeah at two three o'clock in the morning and it was uh we were horrible horrible kids and uh that's
2: amazing did you ever get in any sort of trouble for it or uh
3: none whatsoever somebody did call the police and so we did have a little like we had to run but uh it wasn't like a they're like right on our tail it was like oh we heard the sirens and so let's let's take off let's hike as donnie would say let's hike brian come on Ooh, let's hike
2: hike we always said book yeah. it we have to book it oh uh, book it yeah yeah book it out of here man the fuzz it's the fuzz yeah yeah <laughs> we never said it was the fuzz but somebody did
3: <laughs> it's the come yeah, the
2: cow oh my gosh my dad used to say hoose <laughs> We're
3: gonna end up in the huscow,
2: which was jail, right? Wasn't that the yeah, deal? That was
3: jail, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? The huscow, or the popo? We're getting chased by the popo.
2: Yeah, the popo's good. Cheese it! It's the fuzz. I've heard that. Cheese
3: it! It's the fuzz. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: the beat hell. feet. That's pretty good. Well, now or no? Uh, for a while in high school, it was. uh Oh, what did we say? Oh, hall cheeks. Got a haul cheeks, Mm, haul cheeks, yeah, yeah. Just meant move your butt, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's your first story about the National Weather Service. Exciting stuff, guys. Exciting, yeah, yeah. They're warning Florida. All our Florida listeners, listen up. Uh, Residents there may see frozen iguanas falling from trees. Mm, as I love cold, frozen iguana. <laughs> yeah, it's mm, oh man, it's the best thing. <laughs> There's
3: money in the frozen banana, uh, frozen iguana stand. See, I, I could not even make the joke because I went right into the uh, banana the development. I do like that you yeah. said banana instead of banana, banana because yeah. I was like merging my iguana banana. Yeah, yeah banana. I like it. Uh,
2: anyway, they say they may see some frozen iguanas falling from trees as cold weather slams the East Coast. The story's a little old now, but the idea was that uh, these creatures who are you know cold-blooded normally are fine and climbs like Florida uh would get too cold and it, they essentially became per, you know cryogenic at that point.
3: Right, exactly, like just just rigor settled in still alive.
2: Yeah, still but, living, still there. But uh yeah. It's like uh you know Ellen Ripley in their in her little uh, pod just going very, to the next exactly. planet. exactly. Heading to the pr- prison planet. Uh anyway, if you see this <clears throat> this uh, happens by the way cuz lizards become temporarily paralyzed from subfreezing temperatures. Uh, it says what the main point of this was don't throw them because you think they're dead or put them in the trash or you <laughs> don't know,
3: throw frozen iguanas, right? People? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, they said much of the state will remain mostly clear and frigid tonight. Chances for scattered, isolated falling iguanas from trees, uh, according to the animal experts, iguanas are usually not dead when this happens, instead, the lizards which are cold blooded become dormant to protect themselves against plunging tem- temperatures, their joints become stiff. So they may lose their grip on branches, which causes causes them to fall. Uh, if you come across one, you're meant to leave it alone. Don't be picking them up, yeah. poking them or anything.
3: Right, right. Uh,
2: and uh, they said, let's see, uh, the creatures can occasionally still bite people while coming out of their frozen paralysis. Um, <laughs> the other article I read was literally like, don't let kids like throw them and like, mm-hmm. you know, because you see a dead yeah, thing don't and you're play like... With
3: it. Don't play with a frozen iguana. BioCow says, uh, this is all true. My uncle's friend got a concussion from a falling iguana. Really? Yeah. How big? Crazy. That's
2: either a big iguana or it fell a long distance.
3: From a high tree, yeah. Yeah, like some
2: kind of terminal velocity on the iguana. That sucks. Mm
3: -hmm. How how does that happen?
2: Holy crap.
3: Talk about wrong place, wrong time. I mean, you go to the hospital and say... Yeah, hit on the head with a falling iguana. <laughs> that kind of stuff
2: is no joke, man. They had like, uh, or who was, uh, the news said the other day that. Um,
3: oh, from the, a palm tree. Yeah, way up there. That's almost that's terminal iguana velocity is yeah. what that thing almost reached.
2: So, so didn't, well, they found out what's his name didn't die of a heart attack in the hotel he was in. Oh, it was, uh, uh,
3: Bob Saget. Yeah, that he hit his head and uh, went to sleep and.
2: Yeah, and didn't wake up. So it was like the same as, oh. um, same as what's his name who used to do the. Oxyclean, da 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 da. da. That guy, Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Same thing. Oh,
3: uh, okay, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Hit his head in a plane or something. Then, in some turbulence, went home to his hotel, laid down, and died. And they said it was like a concussion thing.
3: That sucks.
2: It does suck. You know what? If I hit my head real hard, I'm gonna not go to sleep. That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs)
3: Yeah, get checked out. Just make sure you're okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm not gonna blame these people. You know, I'm not gonna blame the concussion. I'm, not, I'm sorry, let me say it again. I'm not blaming yeah. Billy Mays or Bob Saget for not doing yeah, that. No. I'm just going to use their examples and go, oh, you know what? I'm going to try not to to fall asleep because that seems bad. seems like mm-hmm. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the hospital instead of go, is it
3: lupus? Is it lupus? <laughs> Don't look uh, it up on WebMD either. Just no, go to the hospital. No. Just, just do the right thing.
2: Don't ever look anything up on there. No, exactly go to uh you know what's pretty good is that mayo clinic website if you're just mm-hmm. looking for like uh what are the side effects of this medication i was prescribed if you want to just find that and not go well it could be penile mm-hmm. cancer if you're just looking for you know oh it caused dry mouth okay thanks and then leave that's a good website for that i like it okay it was res- respectable he had multiple head, head skull fractures what
3: that true really
2: Uh, citation needed platypus surprise (laughs) platypus surprise I did not read that I didn't I had no idea that that makes it sound like Mm. you got beat up or something yeah because why would you just you're not gonna have multiple head fractures from bunking your head on a cupboard or something in the hotel kitchen all right well we'll find out later yeah Uh, moving on to this story the Dutch the Dutch are in the news
3: okay what are the Dutch uh, doing? What are the Dutch up to these days?
2: No good as usual. <laughs> uh, some Dutch organizers plan to throw eggs at Jeff Bezos's mega yacht, and I can't quite decide how okay. I feel about this. I think I'm. Part of me wants to say yeah, and then part of me like, eh, probably shouldn't do that. Um, they'll probably get in trouble. But anyway, the uh, Amazon owner Jeff Bezos gets his five hundred million dollar mega yacht in June. It may come primed in the egg yolk more than 1,200 Dutch protesters. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That is. Yeah. It's like one of those naked photo shoots they always do. You know the ones I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. There's always a like naked a
2: Dutch photo shoot? Well, I don't know if it's the Dutch, but there's always like some European group of like a thousand people. They're all naked on a beach and they're all laying down or something. And then some guy's taking pictures. There's always okay. something like that going on. Some J.C. Calhoun I'm counting said, on you, buddy. You just
3: said somebody taking pictures at a nudist beach is it's, what happens. Well,
2: maybe, but it's it's like all planned and it's meant to be art. Oh, okay. And I don't know gotcha. why they do it, but they they keep doing it. Anyway, a real uh, flash mob. <laughs> yeah, true flash mob, the flashiest of mobs. Right, wieners out, I say. Uh, let's see, twelve hundred people. Uh, they organized to shell the big boat with eggs when it passes through the most uh, or the city of Rotterdam. Uh, that's where it hit historic. Cunning shaven bridge is, or might, I'm sorry, might have to be dismantled so Bezos' uh, 400 foot yacht vessel oh. thing can get through there.
3: Oh, geez.
2: That's come on, lame. Find
3: another way. Go, ad- Don't get a boat that big or find another you know, way. That, that is reason to egg, uh, egg his boat, right? Oh, we have to take apart a bridge so that he can come through. I'm starting That's...
2: to be pro egg here. Are you? Yeah, I am.
3: Yeah, now I'm on the side of the eggs.
2: Yeah, I'm on the outside. The Dutch eggs are, uh, have got it right. Uh, Let's see. The Dutch city. um, Let's see. Where is it? Oh, okay. The nearly century old bridge. So it's almost 100 years old. 131 feet above uh, water level, which may not be high enough for Bezos's trio of masts to pass under safely. I say break the masts and buy new ones, you billionaire freak. Yeah.
3: Just let out some air out of the uh, bottom of the boat so that it sinks a little bit. And uh, like the tires, you know, when the truck gets stuck under the bridge and the kid has the bright idea to let some air out of the tires so the truck can pass through
2: dude i'm ready for this to be egged i want to egg it
3: (laughs) you want to see it i want to see
2: some eggs yeah i wonder if this probably hasn't happened yet i don't know what the date was on this uh well anyway uh let's see here dutch city agreed to dismantle the historic bridge to make room for his super yacht calling all rotterdams take a box of rotten eggs uh with you and oh they just they want rotten eggs do they how do you how do you make sure you get those that's tricky i don't know Buy them a week before. In
3: Rotterdam, you've got rotten eggs. Yeah. Rotter, rotter eggs.
2: Rotter eggs.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, throw them in mass at Jeff's Super Yacht when it sails through the Hef in Rottingham, they say on their Facebook group. Uh, the Hef is how locals know this bridge. It was built in 1927. Uh, it was uh, Rotterdam was built from the rubble by the people of Rotterdam, and we don't uh, just take that apart For the phallic symbol of megalomaniac billionaires, protesters continued on Facebook.
3: Not without a fight, they say. Jeez, I don't know. Kind of pro egg. I think I'm I'm in. Kind of am too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like you know what you uh, Mm -hmm. if you're if you're driving cross country in a Tesla, you map out where your your charging stations are. Mm -hmm. If you're driving driving your new mega yacht through uh, Europe, you figure out which bridges you can get under, and you you adjust your roadmap slightly.
2: I agree. I'm I'm team egg here uh Oh, J.C. Calhoun. J.C. Calhoun
3: to dis- sticking up for Bezos. Yeah, What's he say? I
2: hate to stick up for the rich, but this isn't his fault. The company built it there, and they knew they would have to do this. So, if you're going to be mad, blame the company building it. It's all the oh, same so- problem, though.
3: Well, hold on. So, but they're building. Okay, so they're building it in a place where it can't get out without dismantling. There's the got to be another direction it can go, yeah.
2: I would think so, Fair unless enough. it's trapped in some sort of co You know, uh, one way. Inlet or something and they can't get right. it any other yeah. way.
3: Oh, if that's the case, then that's that's it's worse. That's worse, right? The company is like, Yeah, we'll build you your mega yacht, uh, we'll make it so big that uh you can't get it out.
2: Here's what you do. You egg the yacht and then you keep moving down the road and you egg the uh, place and you that egg made the it.
3: The manufacturer the company, the the build the yacht builders. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Have a normal yeah. yacht, Jeff. So here you go. Half build the yacht. Get it past Rotterdam and then build the rest of the yacht.
2: Yeah. A $500 million yacht. Yeah. Now, I know that's pennies for this man. I, you know, I say this. It's easy to say it. I just, I would hope that I would, that that's, that just seems insane to me. Why do you need that? Like, to what end do you need that? You could have a thousand yachts in every port in this world and they're all super mega nice yachts. They don't have to be this one. Nah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Rich people and their money. Um, moving on. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk Stupid about him anymore. Yacht. Stupid yacht. Penis <laughs> penis rocket yacht. Uh, that yacht... Okay, if the yacht's a big penis, then maybe we can talk. Let's see how that looks. I'll be into there. There you go.
3: What no, is this There's Cap a picture Kipper? of it, by the way. Captain Kipper just posted one.
2: That is an insane link that's kind of broken. Hold on. Let
3: me it, pull it up. It is a crazy... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts like they're building it right in the middle it almost looks like they're building it in a residential neighborhood yeah what because that it looks a- like their are houses on either oh that's not where they're building it is that just them moving it is that dry dock oh i see the water no there's water underneath it yeah
2: that's 500 million okay i believe it i think it's gross I mean, I'm sure it's nobody, nice. Nobody nope.
3: needs that much boat, even the uh, even the Roy's, even even Kendall and Shiv. None of them need that much boat. Nope, too much boat. Greg, Greg eating his, uh, drinking his uh, dishwashing liquid and saying, this isn't good. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and the worst part is when you get on that boat and it's just Jeff Bezos and people he thinks are his friends, because mm-hmm. they never are, yeah. but that boat will be full of that and then you'll just hear somewhere in the core of the boat somewhere, you'll always hear, because jeff bezos can't laugh like a normal human being that's why you'll hear that
3: i have not been programmed to laugh
2: him and him and marissa meyer down there having a having a party money 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 all
3: right you're trying to start up a yamaha
2: <laughs> why, why a Yamaha in particular? Why, why did that make? Because it's cut? the
3: only thing I could come up with at the spot. all oh, like right, it. there. It's a good one. <laughs> That's why.
2: It's perfect. It's funnier because it's funnier because it's a Yamaha, and I don't know right. why.
3: Right, you name a product. And it just instantly adds a little bit of funny to it.
2: I love that. It's got to be the right one, though. If you just said Honda, it's not as good as Yamaha. Not for as some funny
3: as Yamaha. Three yeah. syllables. Three syllables are funnier.
2: Yeah. There's some comedy lessons here. Everybody, pay attention. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on to this story about uh, Peloton. Sure. Uh, they're 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 kind of in everyone's poopy eye right now. No one's happy. with They Peloton.
3: really are because everybody on sitcom, everybody on TV is dying on a Peloton.
2: Yep. It's not just your uh your 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 sex in the city, man. Sex in the shitty. Did you watch the full thing? Did you see the No, the, didn't watch any of it. Oh okay. Are, are
3: you kidding me? I, thought I you haven't were... watched anything since uh the finale of the original show, and that was even under duress. But no movies or anything like that since.
2: How come uh why did I think oh, is it because uh, Tina wants it to watch it or something, or maybe I was no, thinking of somebody no, else. No, it okay. was
3: um did Randy say he watched all those? Who oh, said? you oh. know
2: what? That was it that was it. yeah he was t- he was saying he should and i'm like eh, really should we
3: yeah no there's i have a lot of other things to watch before i get to <laughs> that uh, blank blank tv screen uh be need to catch up on blank tv screen yeah right I, before i get uh to-
2: i have a pro- i have a problem with the name to start with where i'm just already kind of boycotting it i just hate the name not sex in the city but, but the sex just like the, that and thing. just like that yeah i hate uh, that i
3: hate that yeah because that sounds oh, dumb when you talk Sam about Jane it. Sam Jane says it wasn't Randy. Who was it that was talking about this? Uh,
2: oh, I swore it was Randy. Somebody was raving it was about it to us.
3: It was somebody that, that uh, I don't Sam Jane says he watched the old one. But didn't somebody that we had on the show, we'll nail this down, it's one of the people in this room. And nobody's leaving this room until we identify the killer.
2: Yes, yeah, somebody who was physically here on the air with us said, oh, you really should watch it. It's great. It was not done away. No definitely way. It
3: definitely wasn't done away. He was doesn't it, care uh, about
2: that stuff. Red Fraggle? Was it Amy? Was it you? Uh, was it you? Uh, jury wasn't here, so no. Can't be jury. jury. He would He would not. Uh, Tom wouldn't, uh, wouldn't no, be Tom. Definitely not Tom. Bill? Heard, yeah, Bobby? Bobby? Bobby, did you do it? Was it you? Huh. No. I don't know. I still but say But
3: we it both remember somebody saying that the new one, that they watched the new one.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah but. 100% For a second there I was thinking it was you But now now that you said I, When you said Randy I immediately went Oh yeah right
3: right right It was not yeah. Steven It was definitely not Daryl <laughs> He hasn't Weird. been here in a while I, I, I don't remember And I You know The only other thing I could think of Is if somebody that uh, Came on the show As a contestant Said it But I we remember that Yeah
2: we'd remember that
3: Yeah All Is right. it sex
2: in Or and The city
3: Sex and the city
2: And the city Okay Yes All right I'm glad not, I know Because
3: uh, you could have sex outside the city. It's just sex and the city. Oh, okay. City it's and
2: the city. The sex being Kim Control, pretty much. Right, right. She was the sex one. So now, <laughs> she was the sex. And just like that, she's not there.
3: And just like that. Just like that, she's not She's free to do Mannequin 3.
2: That's right. Can't wait. All right. Anyway, back to Peloton. Yeah. They, have, uh, they have laid off 2,800 workers. And uh, this is what they're offering them as severance. A one-year
3: subscription to the Peloton service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good for you, but you still have to buy their machine. So we'll give you a free one-year subscription, but you will need to buy a Peloton machine on your way out. We'll give you a 20% discount, or I don't know if they do or not. But
2: Uh, (laughs) They laid off 2,800 people. Uh, Part of their severance is a 12-month subscription to the company's fitness services. John Foley, an exercise bike company's co-founder, announced the layoffs on Tuesday in a bombshell message in which he also said he'd be stepping down as CEO. Says, I recently shared that we have been in the process of, process of reevaluating our costs across the entire organization to ensure we are appropriately structured for the post-COVID landscape.
3: The post-COVID landscape. Post-COVID landscape. I don't like that name. It's dumb. Basically, they're saying, yeah, now that everybody's um, going back to work and going outside and doing other things, um, we're not selling as many bikes.
2: Yeah. I feel like he's... I feel like maybe Peloton is kind of full of shit generally. <laughs> you know, I don't know Okay,
3: how, All I, right, let's, let's, let's analyze this.
2: Yeah, let me get into why. So okay. I always had a feeling when I would see like Peloton ads. Yeah. It was just a little too excited. It reminded me of, I know it's not related to this, but it reminded me of a multi-level marketing thing. I <clears throat> just had that vibe around it of like, oh, well, you're not good unless you're Peloton good and you better have a, a live coach on a TV screen talking to you and if you don't do that, then what are you even doing? It's not even exercise if you don't have it. There was just something kind of Jim Broy if you don't do it this way, you're doing it the wrong way kind of vibe to it and that okay. vibe always makes me suspicious. Always. Just I always like, something's weird about you like I get if you're Coke, you're selling Coke. People buy Coke. You're just buying yeah. Cokes and you're drinking Coke. And they're showing Coke.
3: people on the commercials smiling and enjoying Coke. Uh, yeah, but there's something about but this what's one. What's different about Peloton? I don't know.
2: There's something about like that lady. Remember that controversial commercial with the lady that was like trying oh, to make her husband happy because right?
3: He, and she's like all like, oh here, my husband just bought me a Peloton, and I'm I'm gonna lose weight, da da da. And yeah. then it's like different videos of her losing weight on the Peloton.
2: That's what it is. It's culty. Captain Kipper nailed it. That's what I'm feeling. That's huh, the feeling. Okay. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's the feeling I got. And so to me, so,
3: Peloton the team, the, the the device itself, like oh, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. And all that okay.
2: It's probably good hardware, and you know, I don't, I don't, I, I haven't used one. My sister has one. Yeah, I'm sure
3: it's I mean, I've, fine. I have the the makeshift Peloton. I have a uh, two hundred dollars spin bike. Uh, Place for my iPad, a big screen in front of me where I put on Apple Fitness Plus and. Uh, That's all I need. Oh, and a thirty-dollar cadence, a thirty-dollar cadence monitor, so that um, uh, that I can put that on the pedal and know how how fast I'm pedaling.
2: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was even a thing. That's neat.
3: It is. I actually just got it because, well, little little uh, information here. Getting ready for the MS150 this year. Mm -hmm. Tina, Tina surprised me with a new bike. So um, nice. Yes, a very nice one, and I'm going to be uh, using that for training. And but I, to, you know, while it's cold outside, I got to get training on the actual, the actual indoor spin bike. So yeah,
2: yeah, that's the way. Back it works. into
3: it. I was back into it. Uh, oh, the Oculus would be great, but yeah, you got to have the rubber, the rubber dude, yeah, like the rubber uh, thing on them, like that.
2: Oh yeah. You know what I ended up getting so, for mine? Check this
3: out. Hold on.
2: What would you get? This was a life changer. For sweaty games or things that make yeah. you move a lot, was yeah, this tennis thing and the, boxing and that sort of thing? The the rear or the big like twisty. Um, you hear that?
3: Oh, look at that! Yeah, so it's like it, they had on Deckel Nightmare. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> kind so of. Kind of good Also, if you're active because you know you're swinging your head around. You don't want to fling the uh, that thing right off. Oh, anymore.
2: that's a hundred percent. Yeah, like any anything, yeah. including stuff like Beat Saber is if you really want to get moving in there the other one had a tendency the other strap had a tendency to kind of like droop down on my face and i hated it sure um this literally like vice grips it to me and um you can get a little too tight so you got to be careful but it's good i like it yeah i like it It it's only 30 bucks so it wasn't too bad Very um all right anyway so they're going to do this and uh yes crossfit is what it reminds me of yeah, okay. CrossFit has this this
3: CrossFit very very much culty like I, I can yeah. see and I can parallels with Peloton
2: yeah yeah I kind of I like your setup what you're doing it seems
3: yeah. more like my jam yeah except I'm just so and I bet I get this with Peloton I get this with no matter what service I'm using but God those people who do the the trainers that you have on these things yeah they're the they're they're What's her face from uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? I just want to say wipe that rosy effing smile <laughs> off your rosy effing face. Yeah, they're a little... But tell me how fast I need to pedal. They're, play me some Spice Girls <laughs> and just shut up. They're human stock photos is what they are. <laughs> really? <laughs> they are, Yes.
2: You know what I mean? Exactly. Like tiger exactly. tiger catalog be- faces with the headset on going, how may I help you? It's like that.
3: Yes. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me to find my best self or visualize I'm you know, uh, cycling in Hawaii. I can do that on my own. I don't need you guys to tell me to do that. Just say... All right, we're going um, 85 RPM right now on the pedals, and uh, and increase your resistance to moderate. And mm-hmm. da, da da That's it. That's all just I need. Tell you, right what you need. That's yeah. all I need. Don't we yep. know you can do this.
2: Like okay, just calm down and tell me what I need to do. Yeah, I. You know what? Here's where I'm at in this post-COVID landscape. Here's what I have less patience for than anything any, anymore. And I think part of what was making me grumpy yesterday was some stuff that I was dealing with that had nothing to do with the show, but stuff that just bugs me i am not interested in anything artificial anymore i don't i don't want fakeness i don't want forced smiles i want realness in my life like anything else just seems well i i I agree but some people (laughs) some people are fooled by a smiling peloton lady oh I i can't i'm not I see it and go, Okay, I don't even know you. Calm down. You hate what you're doing, probably. Why are you doing like I don't I don't know if they are or not, but it just feels disingenuous and I don't like it. I'd rather have like warts and all, man. Like I just that's where I'm at. That's my mindset these days. I don't want any more artificiality in my life. Except for in video games. I like artificiality in video games. That's cool. Like, I'm getting
3: that. <laughs> that's that's good artificiality.
2: Yeah, Shopee, I like exactly. fake stuff in va- video games. I'm getting that. Uh, I got to get it for review, but also I want to play it. That uh, Forbidden West comes out this week, and uh, mm-hmm. got to get my hands on that. Mm. Aloy, shooting robot dinosaurs.
3: Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And Lego has a new set, by the way, based on the uh, that tall platformy-headed Tall neck, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, tall neck. But the the one you had to,
2: yeah, you had to rope up there the first time or whatever. Yeah, and then, uh, yep, they have a
3: new Lego set based on that, which is crazy.
2: That's what I saw floating around Twitter or something. I saw a photo and I went, oh, wait, what is that? And then flipped past too fast and I didn't bother going back. And that was it. Yep. That's That's cool. That was it.
3: That's what it was.
2: Oh, you know what it was? It was Shoujo Beat posted something with giant, giant, uh, (laughs) giant SpongeBob eyeballs. Is like to say, Oh <laughs> wow and I and it threw me. It threw me.
3: Really? Okay. All right.
2: Anyway, good job. I don't know if she's in yeah. there now. But uh all right, well anyway, Peloton, get your shit together. Moving on. Um yeah. American Airlines. Mm-hmm. They're an airline so here something in America.
3: Special in the air is what I hear about them. Is that what they do? Is that what they promise? I think, so. I think that was them. We're American Airlines. Something special in the air. Right? Does that? Does that? Am I misremembering? Or is that? That might be it. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds
2: like a smell in the air, doesn't it? A little bit.
3: <laughs> it does. I mean, I don't think they used it. We we flew American uh, coming back from Ireland, so I don't think uh, I don't remember hearing that at all. So I don't think that's their current uh, slogan, but.
2: Mm. Well, they got a they got a little raucous. They got a little. Uh, oh
3: really? Oh. oh
2: yeah. This is pretty intense. American Airlines flight attendant strikes packed passenger on the head with a coffee pot, who <laughs> tried to breach
3: cockpit the cockpit mid flight. Yeah, dude, you, you just, don't do that. Just, you get just hit. use a uh, frozen iguana. I hear those <laughs> can give you a concussion. <laughs>
2: I'm going to order the frozen iguana next time I'm at a
3: <laughs> next time, Next time I'm at the Tiki Bar in Vegas, yeah. I'm ordering me a frozen iguana. It sounds like a real drink, yeah. doesn't it? A little bit. Oh, look at that. Who found? Somebody found the... Uh, There's video. found the... No, not the coffee pot, oh. but the American Airlines... Uh, oh, well, let's hear it. The old American Airlines slogan. Let's hear it. Why not? Okay. That's uh, so how close I was.
0: I? At first glance, all airlines may appear to be the same, but yeah. one gives you a special way to fly. An airline yeah, so large it carries yeah, over yeah. 30 million people a year, yet so personalized you can reserve your seat a year in advance. Okay, we'll skip ahead. We have
4: the seat you want, Mr. Martin. Hold on. Welcome aboard.
0: Something special
2: in the air. You're 100% correct, Brian.
3: Thank you very Nicely much. Nicely done.
2: Nicely done. I Woo! mean. It was the 1980s. I don't know what their thing is now.
3: Yeah. It's, uh Probably. we're American Airlines. We're not Spirit. <laughs> don't get us confused with Spirit <laughs> or JetBlue. <laughs> One mile at a Spirit's time. Spirit's joining with uh, Frontier. Oh, make really? To a uh, super bad airline. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be uh, an airline that takes away everything that's good and still tries to sell you a credit card. It's going to be perfect.
2: Great frontier it they'll call
3: it frontier it
2: frontier yeah. it. it uh their new slogan is one mile at a time
3: I that's don't... the that's the american airlines yeah, one mile at a
2: time their current one yeah they even have the url they have one mile at a com where oh, they jeez
3: that's yeah. horrible
2: yeah i don't think i like it
3: it makes it makes it sound like they're slow or they're gonna nickel and dime you along the way like, yeah yeah it does to you another mile have another 20 bucks yeah Claire asks,
2: is United okay? That makes me think she's got United to the States in a month or two. Yeah, United is fine. United's okay. I had a really bad experience with them like 20 years ago, but it was 20 years ago. so Mm -hmm. I can't hold that grudge forever, but they, man boy, they made my life miserable. It involved Denver even, the Denver International. Mm -hmm. Ooh, boy. Oh, right, and the the gates being on opposite sides of... Yeah, and them effing up my tickets so bad that I had to run with a seven-year-old. Oh, it was the worst. That Uh was one of the worst days of my life. Because we were already delayed and we were stuck in New Orleans. And New Orleans, the New Orleans airport that you were just in.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: There was a bad storm, not hurricane level, but a really bad tropical storm that was pounding the place. And they wouldn't let us take off. And so we were supposed to be there an hour. We were there like six, seven hours. And the roofs were leaking. They had big rubber garbage cans catching water everywhere. (laughs) And it's just me and my little girl at the time. And we're trying to get home. And when we finally get out of there, we're like, okay, we're going to Chicago. We go, we're heading to Chicago. And they're like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are diverting from Chicago. There's a snowstorm. Zub-a-zub-a. So now Chicago is no good. So they routed us like three or four times to different things. Got to Denver,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but with only like five minutes to make your next connecting. Yeah. It oh was a God. nightmare. And they screwed up our tickets. So we had to run all the way one end of that horseshoe to the other end of that horseshoe twice or something. Missed mm-hmm. that flight. Barely made it on the other one, and you know, the whole thing was like a, almost like a twenty hour, or it was the nightmare. It was a nightmare.
3: I think the the DFW, I think, is the horseshoe. We're we're like a um, we're like a T, basically, with a bunch of crosses. So it's like you've got tunnel and a train in the middle, and then three parallel concourses. That if you if you don't catch a train when you need to catch a train, you're waiting, and it's not like um, Atlanta. Where if you miss the train, you can just walk to the next terminal. You're stuck.
2: Mm. So this so, is, so this isn't like the but it's it is the one they say is shaped like a penis. So I guess a T is kind of a penis, right? Is a, a third uh, eagle always were, said were, that.
3: Third eagle was saying swastika, wasn't he? That it was shaped like a swa. Oh no, he was saying something about a penis. I think he. <laughs> but there was something swastika about it too. That, uh, that hold on, yeah. There was something about a wiener. That's like his greatest hits, right? I mean, yeah. it is the...
4: <laughs> What's and he was a very famous and evil, actually, pagan
2: king. No, that's not it. Uh, let's see here. Gay he the grass. gay agenda. The gay agenda, no. I don't know where it is.
3: Yeah, I uh, can't
2: find it. I thought I recorded a thing about it, but I guess I didn't. Um. um
3: yeah, so no, it's like, you know, our, our, our current airport, not Horseshoe, just like a... Like a a train line in the middle, and then three terminals coming off of that. And again, if you if you're if you're changing planes and it requires you to go from one terminal to the next, your yeah. only way to do it is via train. And yeah. if you if the train doesn't come for a while, you are stuck there. For, yeah, for a bit. It's nightmarish.
2: It's a bad it time. Is nightmarish. If you got time and you're just chilling, it's fine. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. But if you're in a hurry, yeah. oh my gosh, dude, God. I got well, I got a crying 7 year old is
3: smart and puts its connecting flights in the same damn terminal.
2: Yep. My Taylor's little, but she was so upset. Oh my gosh! Oh, Never sure. forget it. Uh, all right. Anyway. Oh yeah. So this lady hit her in the head. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. So it was
3: just s- an unruly passenger, probably didn't want to wear a mask. I'm guessing.
2: He stormed. Uh, worse. He stormed the cockpit. He was trying to get in there. And, oh uh, Okay. So. And they had four passengers trying to contain the dude, and the lady hit him in the head with the.
3: Thing. I love it. That's good thinking on her. Totally. That's what I say. Uh,
2: yep. Totally legit. Yeah. Don't let him go to sleep though. He might uh, have a concussion, yeah. and we don't want that. All right, yeah, okay. we're going to take a break. When we come back after the break, we'll have Bill Duran here, and also yeah. Bobby will share some science with us. I also have a surprise pop email for uh, for uh, Bobby that I'll oh, read cool. to him when he gets here. Yeah, kind of cracked me up. Anyway, that's all coming up next, but before it, we need a musical uh, thing. Do you have one?
3: I do. How about something from uh, San Diego? Uh, Surf Skate Punk's Wanted Noise uh they're premiering a new video and a single for the song called clench they have a new album coming out called next generation it's coming soon i don't have a date on that but this is their brand new single and uh if you wanted some some rock folks uh surf skate punk rock here you go here's wanted noise and clench Pull it, wiggle it, wiggle it, both sides, wiggle it, wiggle it, and then sharpen it just
1: like you would a knife. Wiggle it.
3: Maybe you ought to think about it.
2: From hell's heart, I podcast at thee. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. That song, once again.
3: That song, again, was clenched by the band Wanted Noise from their upcoming album, Next Generation. Nice. I like that kind of music. Wiggle it, Scott. Wiggle Wiggle it, it.
2: Wiggle it. (laughs) I found a great Bob Ross collection where he just says weird little things.
3: Oh, that was I did not catch I don't know why I didn't recognize that was Bob Ross. Of course it was Bob Ross.
2: Yeah. Wiggle your your brush. Make it sharp. Make it it sharp. Wiggle it, Wiggle it, Wiggle it. it. Somebody make a song out of it and call it Wiggle It. and we're in uh real good (laughs) oh my gosh that commercial all right here is uh (laughs) this this right here your bat caves open there bill it's bill duran joining us as he often does most every uh tuesday he's in here talking about the world of makers and making things bill welcome back
4: good morning friends happy to be here
2: oh it's good to have you man uh hope you had a good week we're excited to hear whatever it is you've got cooking what's going on
4: it has been a really good week. Uh, I've been working on a project for a while that I'm really excited about. It'll be done soon. Uh, I'm working on a, a course, a video course on Fusion 360 on 3D modeling mm. stuff.
3: Nice.
2: Uh,
4: if I don't know, have either of you ever tried to dive into a, a CAD program like that?
3: For sure. Yeah, I've done, and and I like Fusion 360 the most probably. But I tried Tinkercad and I tried AutoCAD, and Fusion 360 was my was my uh, tool of choice but if i don't use it for a long time i forget all of the like right. how why I fran- what was called when you uh, curve uh, curve the
4: edge mm-hmm. oh uh what is that called um that would stranging. be a flange
3: Fillets. yeah. Fillets and oh.
4: chamfers. Uh, chamfers or, or is the word, yeah. Chamfer. Yeah, chamfer. chamfer. Uh, That's what I, yeah, forget that. So
2: 360 is yeah. like one of their newer things for uh, the Autodesk people, right? That's one of their newer things. It is, things? yeah. yeah. I've,
4: I've actually had a long uh, history with Autodesk. <laughs> yeah. I learned Auto, or AutoCAD R12 uh, when I was 10. It was on my mom. My mom brought her computer home from school. She's a teacher. It had AutoCAD on it, and at ten, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to learn AutoCAD," yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Mm-hmm. And it was really handy. It's, a few, uh, it's
2: still kind of uh, let's see, 360 by itself, uh, 495 bucks a year. That's a lot. Uh, Fusion 360 so, with NetFab, you're going to pay
4: 14 grand a year. So maybe just oh, get yeah, the 360. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the great thing about about. Fusion. And one of the reasons why it's become my default uh, program to use. Uh, If you're using it for personal use, uh, Mm -hmm. it's free. Mm -hmm. It's free. There are a couple of limitations. They don't seem to be that big of a deal. It's not a big deal for me. Uh, So if you can look up uh, Fusion 360 for personal use they'll send you a, to a web page you just have to make an account give them a little info and you can use it for free you do have to re-up it every year but it it, it continues it's, to be free it's like
3: a three click yeah. re-upping yeah, yeah it's, it's easy super yeah. simple yeah. Mm. Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, but also um, it I like I said I've used a ton of other things Maya um, uh, Blender 3 Studio Max all of those I like Fusion 360 for what I do mm-hmm uh, so I'm, I'm writing this course. I'm filming it. It's a video course, and it's in. If you open the interface to Fusion, it can be a little daunting. I'm specifically covering only the things I use to make props. Very basic stuff. This is this course is designed for people who have never used it and they want to get into it, and it will just guide you through only the things I use to make props. Uh, and one of the very first lessons doesn't even have anything to do with fusion one of the very first things is collecting reference images mm. and collecting good reference images uh, can be an important step for any creative endeavor not just 3d modeling props i agree that's what i wanted to talk about today
2: oh awesome yeah this will this will apply to 2d artists and everybody we used to keep these things in the 80s called morgues brian will remember this
3: yeah yep
2: and uh, the, what that meant was Manila a of
3: folders full of magazine shots. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: it was like kind of a nightmare, actually. But at the time, we thought it was super cool. And now we, we get lazy and use Google image searches Bing. and things.
4: But yeah. yeah, Well, my my collection of reference image is is all digital now. But I, I imagine it is just as much of a nightmare. Too. Yeah. <laughs> none, none of the images are named correctly. Takes up a lot less desk space. I'll that's tell you true. that. Yeah, that's good. That's true. So, obviously, if you're going to recreate a film prop, you need photos of said film prop so you know what it looks like. Uh, But if you're making something from scratch, either a a sculpture or physical object of some kind or a a drawing of some kind, your reference image can serve as inspiration. Uh, But also, it's great to collect images of specific elements of a thing. So, if you see a cool texture or you want to recreate a cool texture or you see a color scheme that you really like, or a composition that you really like or any of the the elements of art, let's say. Sure. Uh, collecting, either going out and taking your own photos of things like that or collecting them from the internet can be really, really handy when you're trying to nail something. You can go look through your library and go, ooh, yeah, that's what I was going for and then try and recreate it. Nice. Uh, is, which is... Um- Go ahead. Does
3: Fusion 360 have a way that like you've got a reference material, a great shot of a lightsaber hilt, for example? Mm-hmm. Can you put that into the background like basically on one of the planes of fusion 360 so that you can you can trace that shape and then you can kind of rotate or yeah you can okay
4: cool i'm glad you mentioned that because i did exactly that in my course i did luke's lightsaber from return of the jedi Mm. oh funny okay (laughs) there are are plenty (laughs) of reference images out there on the internet um and uh, what Fusion has that I love is they have... It's called a canvas, but you just take a JPEG, slap it on there, throw it in your scene on a flat plane, and then they have a way that you can calibrate it. So by calibrating, you click on two points in the image of known distance. So okay. for example, Luke's uh, lightsaber is 29 centimeters long from the pommel to the tip. Not mm-hmm. not the blade, just the handle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I click on the bottom of it, I click on the top of it, and I say 29 or 290 millimeters, and I hit enter and it rescales the image for me. Dead on. Oh, it's cool. so good. Yeah. That's
3: great. Yeah. One of my cool.
4: absolute okay. favorite things. You can also make the image a little transparent so you can see through it. You can flip it horizontally or vertically. You have a lot of options there. Mm. It is mm. so handy. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, okay. like like you said, you base you can basically just trace it in 3d space and you'll know that the scale is is correct uh if you're starting out finding good reference images you can take your own but the best place to start if you're looking for something specific is just go to google image search and just look for the thing uh you'll want to try a combination of search parameters so for a screen used prop i'll probably include that um if i'm looking for let's say you know um, the noisy cricket, which is another one that I was working on, uh, I looked, went to Google image search. I looked up noisy cricket. I looked up screen used, and sent yeah. me to the prop store website. They do such a good job whenever they get a screen used prop, and they have you know many thousands of them. They take great reference images, and they I'm always sure. include an image with a ruler in it. Which oh, is oh, that's so brilliant! Good. So it's like
3: probably a straight down top view, and then a side view, and that sort yeah. of thing. Oh, that's yep. fantastic.
4: Yeah, and if you're uh, if you can't you know if you're fu- looking for something that isn't a film prop, and the prop store website isn't going to help you out, try and find things that have uh, as many angles as possible. And if you can get a straight on like orthographic shot of your thing, that's going to be even more helpful. Uh, and then I also always search uh, in the Google Image options for the largest image possible, because yeah. people out there taking these images. They're making them teeny tiny, and then they're shoving all the SEO in those images. And that (laughs) next thing you know, your reference image is like 18 pixels wide, and it's completely useless to everyone.
2: I would make a a side uh, recommendation there, and that is the DuckDuckGo.com search engine, uh, which I already like for lots of reasons, mostly security reasons. But the main reason I like it is their image search works like old Google image search used to work. So Ooh. you just get images and you can easily grab them, move them, do whatever you got to do with them. Whereas the the way Google image search now works, I don't know if it's because of lawsuits or whatever. 99% of the time, there's no click through to the actual image. Oh, right. uh, often you well, got to screen yeah. cap it. It's, it's more like trying to get things off of Pinterest or something. Um, it's bad. And DuckDuckGo is really good. So, I wow, this, this
4: does it. quite literally look like Google image search circa 10 years ago. Yeah, it, it yeah, absolutely right.
3: is. And it's great. It's really good. Yeah, and your link goes to view the file as opposed to, oh, go to that website where then yeah. you've got to hunt it back. down.
2: Exactly. It's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I understand why Google felt like they needed to cave because everything's about ads and tracking and everything, and they got to do whatever they got to do. But. That's not a problem over here on DuckDuckGo. It's really good.
4: I am I am done with Google image search. This yeah. is where it's at.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it well shows done. the
4: resolution right in the image there, so yes. I know that I'm not getting a, a six forty uh, by four eighty image. Oh,
2: yeah, and you can do all of those same sort of like, you know, narrow down your filters and search for what you want to do. Bing's Bing's also good. JC Cahun's right. Bing has a pretty good image search. My experience with Bing is if you're looking for let's like, I need a reference image of a of a game controller. There's like an, a four out of ten chance you're gonna also find somebody's erect penis by yeah. accident. Because, <laughs> because Bing is weird, man. Freaking Bing yeah. is a strange I got, beast.
4: I have a fun story about Bing. When Bing came out, I was working at Microsoft and there were people were trying people who worked at Microsoft were trying to make, hey, why don't you Bing that a thing, right? They were trying to mm-hmm. turn that into a verb like Google. Mm-hmm. Bing and I, My boss was in my cubicle, and I had to search for something. And he said that he was like, "Hey, why don't you just Bing that?" And I very deliberately opened a new tab,
2: mm-hmm.
4: opened Google, yeah, <laughs> and searched for it on Google. Uh, I just refused to be that guy.
2: Yeah. Now look, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah. since I started, <laughs> since I started using DuckDuckGo, it's been at least two, three years now. Um, kind of, it's exclusive now. I don't even use Google at all. So yeah, hundred uh, percent search stuff on there. They don't track you. There's no ad tracking. It's just.
4: Oh, I'm into that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty great. And you get the results. And I looked at
4: Luke's lightsaber, and I don't see any penises, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. yeah.
2: yeah. Now, if you want penises, I, I suppose you could unclick that moderate tag and you know go for it. But they're not going <laughs> to accidentally give you one like Bing does. Bing's like, oh, yeah, oops, yeah. well here it is. There's yeah. your
4: penis. Anyway. Uh, so reference images, <laughs> collecting <laughs> your own is great. <laughs> Taking your own reference images can be really handy, too. I frequently end up taking photos of props by playing a TV show on my television and then just taking photos of the TV screen. And that works pretty great mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I really want to point out, though, is that if you can get a scale reference in your image, so if you have a physical object that you're taking a photo of, throw a ruler in there or any object of known dimension, like your your um, uh, your ID, your driver's license right because then if you throw that into fusion like i was saying before you can measure your id the 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 length of it and then you just click click put that in there and it'll scale the entire image correctly for you nice uh so getting scale references in your reference images can be really super handy especially for prop making obviously sure
2: yeah that's awesome uh we'll get on it everybody it's the modern Mm -hmm. day morgue we used to call them uh, I don't think anyone calls it that anymore.
3: No, no, know. I haven't heard that term in forever.
2: Yeah, bygone era, but uh, yeah. there's still a use for why you did it, and now you can do it. And take every those time advice. I'd find
3: a picture of Sean Connery, I'd say, "Oops, yep, send two of these to the morgue." Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whenever I look up pictures of Sean Connery, it's him in that Zardoz suit. That's yeah. All over the internet.
3: <laughs> Hard to uh, avoid. Yeah, look on on uh,
2: Bing. Woo. I have a Zardoz <laughs> p- print I made that I drew years ago,
4: hanging somewhere.
2: Probably not in plain view on my camera, though, because it's a little... I don't know. It's shocking if you don't know what Zardoz is. It's like, wait, what the hell is that? Zardoz is a nightmare. Um, all right. Hey, well done, Bill. It's always good to have you here. Do you have a bonus uh, piece of content for us today?
4: I sure do. Uh, my friend Jairus, his YouTube channel is called Jairus of All, is making a Halo <laughs> rocket launcher. its He's trying to make it look correct. He's trying to make it launch rockets. Uh, and he struggled trying to get the scale correct so in order to make it look right it has to be pretty big mm. and his is very big <laughs> it's really cool and it, he's got a series going on it and uh it's looking really really good oh, that's uh, so awesome I recommend checking that out
2: that halo rocket launchers one of my least favorite things in the game because it does tons of damage and is really great that it takes up like three-fourths of the screen I know right <laughs> it's so big oh, look at that thing. I think they did oh that on God. purpose because they don't want you just like running around with that all the time and you only get two I think two missiles per unless you find some ammo anyway it's a hell of a thing uh, that's awesome well he's he's cool you've shown us his stuff before he's been on yeah yeah, yeah he does a lot of fun stuff I like this guy uh, so go check him out it's Jerris for all not to be confused with Garrus from uh, uh, Mass Effect. Never him with anybody. No, he's uh my boy. Yeah, there you go. Garrus is great. I didn't romance him, but boy, did I come close. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Bill, you're the best. Have a great week oh, and uh, build some cool shit, and we'll talk to you next week.
4: You got it. See you. I know. See you, Bill.
2: Except we can't really hang up. Boy. Okay. There we go. All right. We got to get our science on. <clears throat> And we do that with the help of one Bobby Frankenberger.
3: Yeah.
2: You may know him as Bobby Franks. It doesn't matter either way because here he is.
3: Science.
2: Hey, science. Look who it is. It's old Bobby Frankenberger joining us from South Carolina to talk a little <laughs> science. Hi, Bobby. How are you? I'm
1: great. How yeah, are you? old Bobby good. Franks.
2: Did it freak old you out? Bobby Franks. Did it freak you out that I uh, said I have an email for you? Did that freak you out?
1: Uh, No?
2: No. Okay, Let's, let's oh, do it. It should. It, it should. might. Well, it may not. I don't know. Maybe it will. Here's the uh, here's the email, and then you can tell us what you think. Hey, Bobby, it says. This is funny oh, because well, now it, I'm freaked out. A good way to start. Yeah. When it came to me, it, the subject line was blank, and it just says, hey, Bobby. And if I wasn't really paying attention, I would think this was like a miss email, like someone got the wrong email address or something because, you know, whatever. But I figured it out, and here's what he says. Hey, Bobby, here's a question for you. What if science eventually proves that science isn't real? Wrap your head around that one. Colin Turney is the guy's name. Uh, Turney? Turney. Tunney? Tunney? Might? Tunney? There's an R oh, there. No
3: it's, no, it's just an R, yeah. Well, it looks like an M, doesn't it? it does look like to me call in to me weird that call fun. in to me yeah <laughs> yeah call in to oh, me
2: i like it maybe that's maybe he's making a joke but anyway so bobby the question is what if science eventually proves that science isn't real it's obviously a very dumb question but you know let's play with it Let's play with it. What do you think of that? Do you like that? Or what, how do you feel? I do, Colin Toomey, I do not think
1: that your question is dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sci- how would science prove that science isn't real? So, it's,
3: Well, plus, if it proved that science isn't real, then that would be bunk, because then the science that proved that science isn't real would also not be real. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Brian so answered it's it. It's like, what's that old
1: riddle about, you know, if 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 i tell you that i can one of these statements is false or something like oh, that oh yeah one know. of
3: these statements is a lie one of them is truth and yeah right something like that, yeah, that self defeating statement thank you monkey bananas that's the word oh yeah i like that monkey yeah. bananas fixed that cuz he's great what if god just shows up and says i'm not real yeah then what it, are you going <laughs> to do
1: it doesn't matter anyway cuz if you were paying attention last week i think your question is great by the way um i don't think
2: your question is done <laughs> You have said that twice now. You're really buttering up to this Colin guy. I like it.
1: Um, if uh, if 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 you're paying you attention, you don't know last anything. Week, I <laughs> I said that science can't prove anything. Remember?
2: Oh, so. yeah, that's true. All right. Well, then. So yeah, it's a it's a there's no dichotomy or there's no what i there's no what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there's no um, what do you call it when there's something like a, 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 a something that kind of proves something wrong in only one case what's that called exception that breaks the rule or the 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 yeah there's a word not conundrum uh we're just like whoa that's a foul not fallacy what am i trying to say are you thinking of catch 22 no it's a word it's it's just a paradox oh Oh, gotcha okay all right so this is not a paradox
3: Right. It's not going back no. in time, killing your grandfather, and then you never make a time machine to go back and kill your grandfather.
2: Right. I right. actually thought I was thinking of that. Well, uh, you're, I love, Brian is the lord of uh, time travel mistakes. He knows yes. He knows what good time travel is, and most yes. of the time it's bad.
3: Even movies right. you Looper, think you like. Yeah, exactly. We would all love is, Looper, but Looper's broken. A superpower. Yeah, it is. It's quite a su- <laughs> I was bitten. I was bitten uh, on the hand by a radioactive uh, time travel movie, yeah. by a radioactive Back to the Future. <laughs> it's when you were whipping around the sun to try to turn time backwards exactly. or something. Yep, yeah.
1: exactly. And, and now you have the the superpower to throw a wet blanket on anybody's time. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: right, exactly. Here's why you time travel movies. is Doom. Yeah,
2: there you go. Always got that cocked and ready. So, uh, uh, so Bobby, let's get into r- some real science here, not this fake. N- this isn't even a paradox. Not even a single dox. There's no docs. okay? <laughs> this is not even there. All right, so what did you bring to talk to us about?
1: Um, well, I was reading an article that talked about, um, so apparently researchers have discovered a new relationship between a person's ability to count... And their ability to perform matching tasks that involve numbers up to 25. And and that suggests, it seems to suggest anyway, that in order for humans to think about exact numbers, we have to know a word for that number Mm. um, in order to even think about it. Now, it seems like, so on the surface of it, it seems like, okay, big deal. But I, I... I've been thinking about this, and I really think that this has much more far re- could have much more far reaching effects not effects, but implications about our the way we think. Mm. Um, but I want to get into it after I explain the the study a little bit. All right. Um, so it was a it was a study between MIT and University of California. Berkeley and uh what they did was they were looking at the uh Chimane people of Bolivia they they're uh, they live in the rainforest of Bolivia and and they're very um they're they're very isolated and the culture and and the way that they live does not require them to need to know a lot about numbers so they they can get by pretty well without having to know numbers um just because, I don't know, they live the simple life and they don't don't need to count a lot. Um, they do know some numbers and they do have an education system. Their kids will start uh, le- school, quote unquote, around the same time that children that are, you know, industrialized nations and in, in, in societies do, around five years old or so. Their kids will start school. But so... Kids in children in industrialized societies typically start to learn to count at around two, and and once they start to learn to count around two, it usually takes them about till about four or five to have a sort of sophisticated understanding of numbers. And when I say sophisticated, I mean they can they can count beyond four and five, get up to six, and then they can start putting. Um, group larger numbers together based on the smaller amounts of counting that they can do. So it's right?
2: not even like so Van he's 3, he can count to 30, but he can't go yep. 4 plus 6 is 10. Like he doesn't know right. Any of that. Right. Yeah, yet.
1: exactly. So we're not talking about arithmetic. We're yeah. just talking about counting and right. understanding numbers and size and yeah. stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so th- the Chimane people in Bolivia, they have a similar trajectory of learning numbers when they do learn numbers, but mm-hmm. they don't start until around the time that they start school. Mm. Uh, they they tip their children really start to learn to count at around five years old, and they will uh, finish that trajectory of learning and having that sophisticated understanding of, of larger numbers by around s- around eight years old. So so it's just same trajectory, but they start later. Than we do, and and what that, and because they start later, and because their culture doesn't really require them to need to know numbers, what ends up happening is you have older children and adults who have, uh, let's say, a much a very wide range of the how high they can count. Mm. So what i mean i guess what i mean by that and i'm i'm laying a lot of framework here until we can get to the like mind blowing thought that i have about this research but uh you and i i hope have a can count arbitrarily high right mm-hmm. we can just keep counting yeah um and uh but these people, the Chimane people, because they don't have as, as much of a, a relationship with numbers, they might only be able to count to, to, say, 10 or 15 or 40, you know, because they just don't develop this uh, more abstract way of thinking about it. And, and an important point here is counting means that you have words for those numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So, having said all that, what the scientists did was they got about 15 people who could count to somewhere between 6 and 20. And then they got 15 people who could count up to at least 40. And they gave them all a task, and it was a matching task. So what they would do is, it was called orthogonal matching. What they do is they line up a number of items in a row on the ground or on a table or something like that. And they say... Y- Ask people to then so maybe they'll give them all like uh, rocks, like ten rocks in a, in a line in a row, and then they would give them another. They would ask them to take another object, say like like spools of thread or batteries or something like that, another small object, and say now I want you to line up the same number of items. Only they're not... They have to do it vertically instead of horizontally. And the only... The reason that that's important is so that... Because they don't want them to be matching one-to-one.
2: Oh, I get it. Oh. Okay.
1: And that's why it's called orthogonal matching is right. because orthogonal refers Changing. to the different direction.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: Um, so so what they found was that they, they could do this. They could perform this task, but the number of matching... The number of that they could match up to was limited by how high they could count. Uh, and so if, if, let's say, you could count up to 10, you might start to make mistakes at around 8 or 9. If you could count up to 15, you might mis- start making mistakes around 13 or 14. Um, now, on the surface, that sounds like, okay, that makes sense. But what they are saying that this implies is that having a word for numbers is, is what gives you the ability to think about the numbers and 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 actually manipulate those numbers.
2: Interesting. And, Beyond what we already say is like 11. I mean, that's a word, but... Right.
1: But no, no, no. That's exactly what they mean is if you do not have a, a word for the number, if you have not learned a word for that number, then they believe that that has, based on this research, that it has um, far-reaching... Implications for how you can even it, how you can and and whether or not you even can think about the numbers at all, and
2: that's um, fascinating. I've never even thought yeah. about this. We have to have a name for the numbers,
3: or it doesn't work, or we don't. Yeah, right. we can't visualize it. Yeah, makes sense.
2: Right.
1: So and and yeah, I'm glad that you realize like that's the that, that, Never that thought is of that fascinating before. and interesting because math is already really abstract. Mm. Um, you might think that we don't need concrete words to think about it. Like you, you might sort of think, why can't we just visualize the number? Or we already do math in our heads, you know? So why can't we just? Why do we need to have words for it? But, um, but this is implying that you do need to have words for it in order to to think more concretely about numbers.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I seriously, I never even thought about the idea that we needed. I know what I mean. I always knew we had numbers with names because that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. how else are you going to talk about them? Mm-hmm. But right. I didn't think beyond that. Like that's literally part of how we can make sense of them. Otherwise, right? Well, what would I even say if we didn't have a number for if we didn't have a name for the number five? What would I do? I would go.
3: Uh, there's 3, f- One, two, three, four, something, something, six, <laughs> seven, eight. <laughs> but I mean, like the, the concept is, you if if
2: we didn't have names for any numbers, then what are we even right. talking about? Like, how do we even right. reconcile yeah. that? That's just crazy. That's,
1: it's funny that you even count up to count it up to four, Brian, because uh, there's a lot of research that shows you don't need words for numbers up to the number four. Oh, really? It's hmm. it's beyond that. Hmm larger numbers. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That that we start to need to have that information. Now, this is all really interesting when it comes to math and numbers, right? Mm. But I think what this makes me think about is how language like how how far does this go? Does this is is language then involved in our basic understanding of other concepts like and 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 does language and having words for things make it possible for us to think about other things in the abstract there's there's research and it made me think of research that's been done in maybe you i don't know if you've heard of this before there's there's some some languages like russian and greek that have words for um light blue and dark blue. They don't have one word for blue. They have separate words for light blue and dark blue. Mm. And so research has been done that shows that people who speak and were raised speaking Russian and Greek, they are actually able to more quickly identify different shades of blue than, than other people. And they can actually better perceive, like if you take an object like a square that is light blue and overlay it over a dark blue background, um, they're able to more quickly perceive that that's a separate object than people who do not speak those languages because they have, and the implication there is they have words for those colors, so they think about them as separate colors rather than people who speak like English who just call it blue. Uh, we don't spend our entire lives thinking about them as separate things, and so it it, it literally impacts our understanding and our concept of those things and, and and it has direct impacts on how we think and see the world and perceive the world
2: I love that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I don't know if that's clear or not but it gets me going because it gets yeah. really it's, it's it gets into some philosophical questions about why we are who we are and why we communicate the way we do and how we here I think it has
1: massive massive implications for society and social justice concepts and i mean think about uh how in the past decade or so especially we've been we've been coming up with a ton of gender identity and sexuality words uh and how important that must be for people who don't have a word for the way that they feel so that's just one example i think of when i think of how having how language and having words for things
2: yeah plus they that stuff evolves, right? the world that stuff evolves know? it's like in the early days you would just be like ah there's a devil in him and then in the 80s it was like he's gay and that's all you right. had right and then uh, you know obviously there were more nuance then but not much and then now it's like no it's, we now we recognize there's a huge difference and Right. there's categories and there's incremental stuff it's it's granular so now here's a whole bunch of names and i know that drives some people crazy but i don't know i like having names for stuff we understand better why wouldn't you want that mm-hmm. you know right
1: yeah exactly and and it helps not just us understand people but people to understand themselves and everybody just have a, a richer better fuller understanding of the of the world and 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 the people that live in it and how they interact with the world and and all that kind of stuff so this
2: discussion would only be better if we were all smoking weed right now That's, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, man. yeah what if <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you there's a, there's something there um all right well bobby always uh fascinating stuff always love talking about this sort of thing and good news if you liked it and you heard it at home and you're like man i sure could go for more Good news is Bobby has a whole other podcast where he talks about scientific stuff. Bobby, tell people where to get it and how they get it.
1: Yeah, my uh, weekly science podcast is called All Around Science. And uh, I'm going to be, I'm probably going to at some point either this week or next week talk about this same thing with my co-host Mora and, and flesh it out a little bit and maybe go into some of the research that exists, uh, that I know exists on science Uh, cognitive linguistics and stuff like that. So if you're interested in this topic, stay tuned because we're going to talk about it some more. The episode that just came out yesterday, we talked all about evolution with uh, one of our other favorite science... Communicators. Uh Nikki Ackerman. Oh, Doctor yeah.
2: Nikki. Oh yeah. She's great. She yep, She's she
1: came great. on the show. She's a biologist and uh she came on and talked to us about evolution and we had a blast. Yeah. So we we love having her on the show.
2: Nothing wrong with her. She's doing really good stuff with Tom Merritt as well. So if you guys haven't heard some of her segments over there, you should check that out on her uh yep. the Daily Tech News show stuff. very, very good uh awesome well uh bobby once again and as always we're glad to have you here we'll catch you next time have a great week
4: and we'll see you then bye bye see you bobby (laughs) science
2: science Science. that's what that is Science, Um, bitch we're gonna get out of here uh randy or we have an update on this randy thing tell me what you found out
3: i core uh posted he said uh on today's TMS, we were talking about uh, who watched the new Sex in the City show. Uh, apparently, in episode uh, 543 of Film Sack, mm. I asked Randy if he's watching the new Sex in the City, and he says yes. And a minute later, Randy asks me to watch it, since it has a different quote-unquote feel to it, and he wants my opinion on it.
2: Uh, that's, I knew this discussion happened. Yeah, Samantha, yeah. he's holding Randy. back on you. He's not telling you everything. Know. Busted, Randy's watching Do you watching ever it? wake
3: up drowsy, uh, Samantha, and try and figure out, God, what happened in the last several hours? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because uh, Randy uh, got you drunk and then he watched The Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
2: which episode was this? I bet I can find it. I have it right
3: 543, here. 5.43, Film Sack 5.43, which was... Was that Wild Things?
2: I think it might have been the one before Wild Things. Oh, then I don't know if I have it. Maybe I do. I mean i keep them all but i don't i don't number them the problem with the i kind of screwed up a long time ago film sack i don't number each file but oh it's hearts in atlantis is that the one probably okay yeah. 135 here watch this when i was being a little kid and there was a there hold on 135 here
0: thirty-five.
3: it cools the what? throat they're hardly even cigarettes at all
0: uh-huh yeah, no. cools are hardly Leaving cigarettes at all, man. They won't give you cancer. No, not at, gosh. at all. Gosh,
4: yeah, uh, uh, just the voice. She sounds exactly like Cynthia Nixon. It's here you uncanny. go. Here you go. Here you oh, weird me.
3: Cools. They cool. Are you watching? Throat. Oh, she does kind of. Are you watching? And just like that,
4: Randy. Yes. 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 yes.
2: I can't no. watch that. I can't even go near it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Why? I'm glad okay, you wait. are. Wait. Well, hold on. I, I just, hate I love sex investigating in the city. Scott. I
4: hate it. I
2: hate that show. I hate everybody in it. It's the most uh, middle aged white lady problems. I freaking hate oh, it. Oh, okay. Because
4: it. I just want to make the case that this is different. Okay. okay. But it's, it's those a, it's characters
2: a and stuff.
4: It's a, it's a different thing. Like, you know how they're making a fresh prince that has. Anyway, it goes on.
3: Yeah. But there yeah, you go. Proof.
2: Yeah. There you go. Sam, I think you, you need to visit Randy in the night and poke him in the bum. No, I don't know what I said. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, thanks for that, uh, Icor. Always uh, quick on the draw there, Kevin. Always good to hear uh, when he's paying attention to things. All right. Uh, We're going to go real quick here. A reminder, the show is entirely uh, possible because you guys support us at patreon.com slash TMS. You want some real cool, unique art in the mail? Do you want bonus content every day? Do you want uh, bonus shows every week? Do you want play dates? Do you want all the fun things that we do around here? Well, you got to sign up to do it patreon.com slash tms is the place to do it for everything else you're looking for check out frogpants.com slash tms and a reminder we did bump uh play retro to today that'll be at 3:30 mountain time hopefully my eyes won't be too dilated it won't matter we're doing it anyway no matter what so be here today 3:30, for that all right brian song time
3: Song well, yeah. Scott. Song because uh, I'm playing your request. You 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 actually used your own. You listen. You ate your own lunch, I did. and you uh, used the TMS song requester form to request a song yourself. This is uh, oh, and I forgot to write down the name of the person he's covering. Marty Robbins. Yes. So this is Culture Wall, when uh, somebody you've mentioned as being a favorite uh, country current country performer. Yep and um and his song big iron which is a cover of uh, marty robbins uh he's done quite a few he's done uh, diamond joe which is carrie kelly harrell's bobby helms fraulein fraulein uh mark williams night hurting song tie knots in the devil's Tale, stuff like that but this is a good choice this is uh from the album western swing and waltzes this is some old style country folks and Love it. Yeah. Here is Coulter Wall. And oh, do you want to say anything? Well, about the that only thing I was going to gonna add,
2: it? I was just going to add, um, the, his new album's really good. And for those of you who are hearing me say this and going country, what I thought you didn't like country, not a big fan of mainstream country, never have been. But if you're looking for like an old soul, the dude's all of 25. He just turned 25. He's super young, but he sounds like he was lifted out of the fifties or something. Yeah, he does. He tells sure. these really, his original work is always really dark, cool stories, uh, Kate McKenna cannon's an amazing song that should be a movie or a TV show. Mm. Um, he has this amazing guttural, low 60 year old sounding voice. And it's just a cut above what anyone else is doing. In some ways it's very retro. In other ways it's, it's very current, uh, lots of stuff in between and his covers are great. And then a lot of you will remember this song, big iron from playing, um, fallout new Vegas that was the original was one of the songs that was always on the, the the local Vegas radio station while you're out in the wastelands. And, um, that's why I my first exposure to that song was that that's an Mm -hmm. ancient song. Anyway, he does this amazing cover and I'm really glad Brian's playing it. So, uh, yeah. So here it comes. Uh, very exciting stuff. Thank you for playing that. Thank you all for listening and being here. We'll be back tomorrow with the Wednesday stuff. And, uh, with Randy lover of all things, sex in the city. So check us out then. Bye.
0: To the town of our field, a stranger one finally hardly spoke, folks round him didn't have too much to say. Oh. No business, no one there to make a slip stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip It was early in the morning when he rode into the town He came riding from the south side slowly looking all around He's an outlawless each lip, and he's here to do some business with the big iron on his hip, the big iron on his hip. In this town and living outlaw by the name of Texas Red, many men that tried to take him and that many men were dead. Was vicious and a killer, though a youth of twenty-four, and the notches on his pistol numbered one and nineteen more. One and nineteen more. Now the stranger started talking, made it plain, to folks around. Was an Arizona ranger, wouldn't be too long in town. He came here to take an outlaw back alive or maybe dead and he said it didn't matter he was after Texas Red, after Texas Red. Wasn't long before the story was relayed to Texas Red but the outlaw didn't worry men that tried before were dead. he men that Tried to take him, 20 men had made a slip 21 would be the ranger with the big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip Well, the morning passed so quickly it was time for them to meet It was 20 past 11 when they walked out in the street Folks were watching from the windows, everybody held their breath They knew this handsome ranger was about to meet his death About to meet his death There was forty feet between them when they stopped to make their play And the swiftness of the ranger is still talked about today Texas red and not clear leather for a bullet fairly ripped and the ranger's aim was deadly with the big iron on his hip the big iron on his hip It was over in a moment and folks had gathered round There before them lay the body of the outlaw on the ground Oh he might have But he made one fatal slip when he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. Big iron, big iron. When he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip. The big iron on his hip.
2: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, ha, ha. Oh.
4: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything
3: Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?